it's kind of a waste of time. It's kind of holding you back. It's putting you in that accountability works and that people are craving it. Um, so it's really this kind of three-pillared thing of having accountability, having a plan, and being motivated enough towards the reward that you're expecting to gain to actually complete it. And so because a habit is just neural connections being strengthened and being mindful of all the small decisions that we're making on a daily basis and seeing how they actually are training us to turn into the people that take that action and magnify it by a hundred. So to you are listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast. The OPP is brought to you by Natural Stacks, makers of 100% natural and open source supplements designed to help you live optimal. For more information on how to build optimal mental and physical performance into your life, keep it right here, listening to the OPP. And as always, go to naturalstacks.com. Brian Muncy is probably the smartest guy I know. Trust me, Muncy is the nutrition guy. Ryan Muncy's out there trying to make the world better for all of us. The Optimal Performance Podcast is bold, edgy, creative, entertaining, and epic. Ryan Muncy is my go-to guy. Ryan Muncy is he's the first guy I call. He's making people's lives better. Ryan Muncy's an innovator. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the OPP. Today, we're joined by not one, but two guests. We have Ari and Mikey joining us from Habit Nest. Gentlemen, thanks for hanging out with us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having us, Ryan. Yeah, it's awesome to be on the show. All right. I'm really looking forward to this. I'm a huge fan of habits. Um, let's read the Twitter bio for Habit Nest. It says, you got, I love this. We are a zero fluff, all action blog focused on personal development. Build the right habits, guarantee your success. There's two of you guys. That was the brand's bio. So I want each of you to give me your personal bio using the original 140 characters or less for Twitter. I am... My, this is Mikey. And I am just obsessed with living the best quality life possible and doing so through structure, routine, and training my life to be lived in an optimal and easy way that brings maximum happiness all day long. And I'm Ari and I see how every part of my life is made up of habits. Uh, I am a compilation of habits and I want to be a master of my habits and therefore my life. And, um, that requires a lot of dedication and a growth of will and self-control. Um, but I see that as the most important thing in my life. All right, guys, let's jump right into your own habits. I want to know from each of you guys what you think your individual best habit is that contributes to your success or living the best life possible. So for me, that's uh, waking up very early and getting an amazing start to the day. There are a lot of habits uh, that go along with that, but I wake up usually around 3 a.m., somewhere from 3 to 4 latest, and I start the day with reading and meditating uh, and getting into work really early so that by 10 or 11, I've had a complete day, whereas most people are just kind of getting into the swing of things. 
And that's enormous for me because it lets me, it opens up the rest of my day to do things that I love and spend time with people that I love. And my, my attention is focused from the beginning of the day. If my, if I'm waking up without, uh, knowing exactly what I want to do and how I want to do it, then I find that I'm more tired and sluggish and things just don't get done as quickly. So that would be my most important habit. All right. If you wake up that early, what time are you going to bed? I go to bed somewhere from nine to 10. It usually ends up around 10. Uh, but I just find I don't need that much sleep. And if I do every couple of days, I'll sleep for half an hour in the afternoon or something to catch up. But I find that I'm fine with five and a half. Okay. Hours. Yeah. And, uh, I've, I've definitely experimented with what kinds of habits I want to keep in my life. Um, at certain points I was tracking 17 daily habits at once, which was <laughs> pretty insane. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've kind of, I've kind of whittled it down to what I really enjoyed having in the long run. And this is an ever changing kind of thing that I have for myself. But, um, right now it's a mix of reading daily, 10 pages at least. Um, doing affirmations, which have been absolutely huge in shifting mindset. And the third one is monitoring my body for stress and like blocks of mental clarity. And whenever that happens, just digging in and seeing like why that is, what sorts of beliefs I have in the moment that are leading to that slash doing physical exercises like breathing, Wim Hof breathing, or just tension relieving exercises. So my body is relaxed at peace and I can just be more present throughout all day long. Um, and that and some working out. Okay. Well, Mikey, you said at the beginning of that, that at one time you were tracking 17 different things or, or habits. Yeah. And I, I think in today's world, we hear so many things, you know, you need to do this, you need to do that, do this. Mm -hmm. How can our listeners avoid overload or avoid tracking too many things? How do we narrow it down to the things that are the most effective? I think it comes a lot down to self-awareness and consistently monitoring, like, what's the point of actually doing this in the first place? And for me, I, I had that goal very clear cut, which is I want to live my life to the absolute best that it can be lived and maximizing happiness on a daily basis. So that led to a bunch of tests. I would try doing a habit on a very small scale, on a small basis, um, something that would take two minutes a day, three minutes a day, and seeing how it would impact my life over the course of one week, two weeks, max, you know, three weeks. And if I wasn't seeing drastic results from it, then I would cut it or I would alter it. Um, so to answer your question, I think experimentation is a big one because like right now in this moment, there's probably a hundred things that experts around the world are saying can like help improve your life in so many different ways. Right. Yep. Um, but just tying that to what you want your end goal to be, and seeing how that's taking you there on a daily basis and auditing that. All right. Well said. I agree with that completely. Um, all right. Before we move off of your personal habits, I want to know from each of you guys, one habit that you're trying to break. Yeah. Um, for me right now, 
over Thanksgiving break, I just totally wanted to take a relaxation break and a drop off from doing certain habits as a vacation. And from that, I grew some definitely crappy habits that have stuck with me in the last 10 days or so. I've been sleeping very late at like 3 a.m. And it always scares me that Ari's going to be awake when I'm still <laughs> awake from the night before. Um, and that's something I'm, I'm definitely rewiring right now, along with breaking a bit of checking my phone too often, going through social media, wasting a little bit too much time there. Um, and it's, it's going really well. And I, I could talk about that, but I want to let Ari jump in too. Yeah, I have a couple. Uh, one is basically using applications on my phone. Um, I'm seeing that it's not really necessary most of the time outside of some emails and text messages, uh, but all the other extra social media apps on my phone that are constantly there and always kind of pulling at me. I really want to let go of that to the greatest extent I can. And another is coffee. I am highly dependent on coffee and um, just the fact of being so dependent turns me off from it and I'm trying to break that as well. Okay. We'll, we'll come back to uh, some actionable advice that you guys can share in terms of how we can rewire and, and break some bad habits. But you know, let's kind of start right at the beginning on, on you guys' journey. Um, you know, Habit Nest is, is not your first attempt and, and we'll talk about your newest project, The Greatest Gift. But I want to start you know, with, with the very beginning, you guys, uh, the first effort was partners in grind. What did you guys learn from that and, and your experiences there? Or I'll, I'll let you take it. So partners in grind kind of started as a way for us to build an audience, to build a loyal following. Um, we learned a lot from it because we, well, do you want me to explain what Partners in Grind is? Sure. Yeah, so Partners in Grind was a matchmaking platform for accountability. So we would basically take two people who want to do the same habit and match them and facilitate the communication between them so they could hold each other accountable to the habit. Uh, and the first thing we learned was that people are craving this. People want accountability. Accountability works. There's a lot of research behind it. And... Uh, there was definitely a lot of interest in it. The second thing we learned is because we we offered five specific habits uh, that you could do with along with somebody um, and hold each other accountable. And there was meditation, waking up early, working out, eating healthy, and reading. Um, and so through that process, we kind of narrowed down the habits that people are looking to improve most. And those were master your mornings to actually start waking up earlier. And the other was meditation. So that kind of gave us a focus of the habits that we can make products out of and push more than the others. So that's what I believe we learned most. It's interesting that out of all that data, you know, you guys recognize that morning routines or mastering your morning was, was an important thing to people. Why do you think so many people are fascinated by or focused on the morning routine? I think it's because you really, it's pretty obvious uh, how the quality of morning of the morning impacts the rest of your day. 
Um, for me personally, if I don't have the right morning, then the whole day is kind of sluggish. And I think most people see that. And most people see, I mean, you wake, most people wake up, turn to their phone, turn off their alarm, still lay in bed, go through social media. And people see that through doing this every day, um, it's kind of a waste of time. It's kind of holding you back. It's putting your attention in like the wrong motion to start the day as soon as you wake up. Uh, and I think people see that as a problem, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, it makes sense. And I totally agree. I, I, I forget the exact statistic, but I think it was something like 46% of people check their phones before getting out of bed. And I think for millennials, that number was over 60%. And there's a, a large population of people that, uh, we'll wake up in the middle of the night and check their phone. Um, you know, so anything that we can do to, as you said, you know, put our focus and our attention in the right place to start our day is very powerful. Um, so what did you guys discover to help people do just that? You want to take this Mikey or you want me to take it? I, I want you to lead this one. So there's a lot, uh, the first thing was Partners in Grind showed us that accountability works and that people are craving it. Um, and so we wanted to really find a concrete way to hold people accountable to the habit. And another thing is having the right information guidance. You need to be able to create a plan for what you're going to do and actually have the motivation to execute that plan. So it's really this kind of three-pillared thing of having accountability, having a plan, and being motivated enough towards the reward that you're expecting to gain to actually complete it. And so what we did was do exactly that, create content that gave people the structure they needed, um, created motivating content to push people to do what we were telling them were the scientific benefits of actually completing this action. Uh, And through both, I mean, on the one hand, we ourselves hold people accountable to their habits. We have an accountability group with a couple thousand people in it um, where people are waking up early and kind of pushing each other to continue and sharing their struggles. And we provide accountability in that sense. We, uh, yeah, I mean, that's basically it. We give content and provide the accountability you need to actually get it done. Okay. Mikey, anything you want to add to that? Yeah. Um, so the way that we did that was through, we, we built a journal called the morning sidekick journal. And the goal of that is to just focus energy on building a morning routine and sticking with it and staying consistent. And one of the things that like I personally, I, I think is pretty effective from that is we focus a lot on mindset and setting the tone and what sort of mental approaches can really be effective with sure in, in morning routines and hat and, and waking up early, but also for habits in general. Um, and like, do you want me to tell you a little bit about that journal and like what we include in it? Sure. So one thing that I really like about it from a person who's used other journals in the past is just including a bit of daily guidance on there of content every day 
to help kind of build this habit and guide this habit. Um, so like one thing that's in there is a, an approach and mindset of like, um, I think what one example would be how every little decision that we make is actually has an impact of a hundredfold of what we expect it to in terms of how we're wiring ourselves to act on a daily basis. Um, and just a, a series of different like content like this, like Ari was saying, I think all adds up to helping enact actual behavior change. And, and in the product as well, it, um, in the morning sidekick journal, the content is broken down so that you're actually getting what you need to tackle each phase of the habit building process based on what research has told us. All right, let's dive into that. What, what are the different phases of the habit building process? So the first week is the most difficult. We call it hell week, actually, where you're kind of doing this and you're not, you might not even necessarily be seeing the benefits out of it immediately, uh, but you're doing it regardless. And we are kind of trying to motivate you to just take this action, take it until the point where you see what you expect, where you see the value out of it. Uh, the second phase is, um, is the process of just staying consistent. It's, You've hopefully now seen some of the benefits out of what you're expecting to do. And we're giving you the information you need to um, really experiment with it a little bit, tweak what you're doing to kind of find the best routine for you, the best wake-up time, uh, the best time to go to bed, how to actually get all this done, and stay consistent with it. Um, and the third phase is all about experimentation. and making it a part of who you are because a habit is just neural connections being strengthened. And at a certain point when those neural connections are strengthened enough, it becomes a part of you and um, you kind of have mastery over it and control over it. And so we give you just options for learning even more and continuing the process. Yeah, let's dive into the science on that. I think that's a really important thing. A lot of our listeners, you know, we talk a lot about neuroscience, neurobiology, and the fact that, you know, you just mentioned habits or neural connections, you know, and, and you guys have said the words wire and rewire a few times already. So elaborate on, you know, how habits become neural connections and how that becomes, you know, part of who we are. Yeah, I actually heard a great analogy for this. So if you can imagine for a second, two pathways, um, two dirt pathways, right? And above them is this waterfall. If the waterfall keeps going down the same dirt pathway over and over again, then the pathway deepens and it actually becomes bigger so that the water has no option of going in the, into the other pathway, into the other direction. So our brain is made of billions of these possibilities for neural connections. And the more the same ones are reinforced, the less kind of choice you have over which way they go. And so everything about who we are and how we live kind of becomes this uh, waterfall of 
things that we do on a daily basis that become habits. That's that's how I like to think about it and how um, it makes sense for most people. Yeah, I really like that. And it reminds me of a podcast that we did. Uh, this one, it goes way back. But when we talked with um, Jeff and Alex um, Oliver from Virginia High Performance, they are former Navy SEALs who are using float tanks to help treat concussion symptoms. And a lot of it has to do with rewiring and creating new pathways. And they talked a lot, I think the analogy they used was a highway versus, you know, a path in the woods. And, and very much like you're saying, it's trying to, you know, the, the brain wants to use the path of least resistance and it's trying to retrain it to go the opposite way. So I think that's a really good segue to go into, you know, what we alluded to earlier, where you guys have some, some tips to rewire and to break bad habits. But I think using that visual analogy gives listeners something to, to focus on and, and realize how and why it is so hard to break a bad habit and start a new one. Yeah. 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 Um, so in, in terms of like different tips to use of helping to actually rewire yourself and to stay consistent in doing habits consistently. Um, one of my favorites that I, I was talking a little bit about earlier is being mindful of all the small decisions that we're making on a daily basis and seeing how they actually are training us to turn into the people that take that action and magnify it by 100 so to, to give some examples, like throughout the day, we have so many choices. When you wake up, do you check your phone and scroll through social media? Like Ari was saying, um, at, after lunch, are you having, uh, you know, do you go and have sweets like a candy bar, which I'm, I'm definitely guilty of. And, you know, um, but all these little choices that we have, what do we do when we're stressed? What do we do when, um, we're nervous about something, when we feel down, um, and th that those small decisions get amplified over time because our brains learn not from what we think or what we want, but from the actions that we actually take. That's what actually works in rewiring who we're becoming. Um, so just being mindful of all those actions and seeing, you know, if I amplify this mini decision by a hundredfold, is that taking me closer to the goal of who I want to become or further away because it really does amplify mm -hmm. just based on that over a period of time because you're training yourself to become that kind of person. Yeah, that's, that's really well said. I love that. So I guess, Ari, let's kick it to you and, you know, maybe talk about what this looks like, um, you know, in a real world scenario where someone is trying to change a habit. So, for example, I want to wake up earlier, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to wake up. I, I, I decide to wake up at 5 a.m. tomorrow. Um, the day before, when my friend texts me at 3 p.m. and says, do you want to do something tonight? That decision has a direct effect on whether I'm actually going to wake up at 5. Whether or not, like, even if I'm telling myself I'll go to sleep earlier like I'll still go to sleep early enough to do it. Uh, that decision that I'm making the day before, 10 hours before, um, has a direct effect. And so these, we, we really have to begin to see where the, 
bad behavior or lack of good behavior starts in order to defeat it. Um, I don't know if that's directly hitting on what Mikey was saying. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when it comes to habit change, we hear a lot of numbers or a certain amount of time thrown out there. Some people will say three weeks, some people say 30 days. Uh, some people say it's a certain number of repetitions. Have you guys found any science that you trust or, or that is supported by research, you know, that, that says it takes this long for a new thing to become a habit? Yeah. So the average the average amount of time it takes for someone to add a habit is about two months, uh, about 60 days. So that's just the average. Um, in myself and what other science said, uh, it, there's no real number. You know, we go with 66 days and we promote 66 days because it's long enough um, where most people can have that effect of it, of the behavior becoming more automatic. But there is no absolute scientifically based 100% number of days it takes to add a habit. Okay. It's good to know. And, and just to, just to jump on, on that. So that 66 uh, day mark of building a habits is based on a study um, it was by Philippa uh, Lolly, and I, I could send you the link to that study as well. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I'd love to put that in the show notes for our listeners. Yeah, and, and it showed that the average time of building a habit was 66 days. Um, but it, again, there's other studies that point to 21 days, and I, I totally second R. Like, I, I just don't think that you do this for 65 days, and like, if you stop doing it, you lose everything. And like, <laughs> on the 66th day, everything changes. Like, you know, it's there. I, I definitely agree that there is no like super magic number. I think these are amazing guidelines because if you do something for three weeks, or 66 days, you're giving yourself so much time to see the benefits of you actually doing this. And if you want to continue and absolutely your brain is going to rewire over time. Um, but I, I, again, no, no magic number in, in my opinion either. All right. Well, let's talk about your new project, the greatest gift. Uh, how did you guys uh, settle on this or, or what was the inspiration for that? Yeah. So the greatest gift is a gratitude journal that you write for one specific person and you fill it out with moments, experiences, and stories of how they've impacted your life and how you're genuinely grateful for who they are as a person. And you gift it to them after filling out the, the journal with these entries, which is a, has room for 22 pages of entries. Um, so this idea came to be from reading the book, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, which is totally about building habits. And in that book, he actually wrote for his wife, I think for a year straight, that same process of something he was grateful for in her every day. And this was totally a secret. And he gifted it to her after one year. And she was just bawling, like overjoyed with tears. She said, this is the greatest gift I have ever gotten. And that it brought her more happiness than the brand new $50,000 Jaguar car that like he had bought her in the past as a gift. Um, and immediately after reading that, I was like, 
holy crap, I, I have to do this. Um, and as a person who's tried gratitude journaling in the past, um, I had certain issue, issues or fumbling blocks along the way with me actually feeling like the genuine benefits of gratitude and it kind of being a part of who I am on a daily basis. Um, and after doing this exercise, it made such an incredible impact. Like Ryan, it was one of my favorite things I've ever done to date. I wrote uh, two of these journals, one for a girl who I was dating and another for my best friend and, and co-founder, Amir. And I, I didn't know uh, Ari that time or, or we weren't as close. So Ari, you wait up for yours. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I had no idea that that was the inspiration for this, but I'm, I'm smiling, um, you know, like an idiot over here because you know, I read that book and I actually did the exact same thing. That's hilarious. I, I don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember if it was Christmas or anniversary, but I did it for 30 days and I gave the notebook to my wife, um, as a gift. And she had the very same, you know, oh my gosh reaction and, and it's still on her bookshelf. Um, but, but you're right. Like, I mean, it, it was so powerful because every single day you sit down and I mean, I, I'm sure anybody who's you know been in a, a long-term relationship, you know, when you live with somebody and you know, th there are times if, if we're being honest, you know, that I don't want to say you take the other person for granted, but when you sit down every day for 30 days and you write something that you truly love about that person or that you're grateful for about that person, it really does change the way, um, it changes your relationship for the better. Uh, and, and it's a very powerful thing. And, and I, yeah, or go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say it changes your relationship. It changes kind of your attitude about people and to all of your other relationships, you know, you're, you're not always kind of making other people wrong and justifying yourself, but looking at them from a different viewpoint, from the viewpoint of what do they have that's valuable that I can love and that I can make them feel good about. Um, that really changes your life. Yeah, that's so cool that, uh, you know, we kind of, we both read that. We both did the yeah. same thing. So I, I guess explain to our listeners a little bit more um, because it's more than just a journal. There's there's a beautiful box and all kinds of stuff inside. And it, it's really, it's in one way guided, but in another way, completely open to, you know, what you want to do with it. Yeah. So I, that's such a great description because that's exactly the angle that we wanted to take in making this. So to, to give you a quick walkthrough of what comes inside, it's, we, we try to beautifully design every single element of this. Um, it, it comes in a premium white box with a ribbon pattern printed on top. I think it looks absolutely stunning. Um, and inside the actual box, you have the journal itself, which is a, a soft synthetic leather material. It's like soft to the touch and it has gold foil printing on it. Um, and then on the inside of the journal, the first page, it says, why am I doing this? And it gives you a place to kind of stage and, and give some context as to like, what's your reasoning behind your purpose, like both for yourself and for the person who you're going to be gifting it to which can be a best friend, like not just someone in a relationship, but also literally anyone you're close with, a sibling, a son or daughter, a mom or dad. Um, it's it's a, a wide range there. Um, and then in the actual journal, 
there's 22 blank pages where on the right side of the page, it's lined and you can actually write in your entry there. And on the left side of the page, which is optional, it's just totally blank to use as like an open canvas of um, any visual elements you want to throw in there, pictures, um, quotes, anything that you think is, is a memorable and part of your relationship. Um, and then aside from the journal itself, we... I think we went just ballistic with <laughs> how much other stuff we provided because I don't know about your experience, Ryan, but mine, I, so I wrote mine for about two months and I gifted both of them on Thanksgiving day. And it was really funny because when you look at those journals that I wrote with that same exercise, the first month of entries was very vague and more just general characteristics. And it really took me a, a month to get into the next phase of it, which was diving deep into actual moments and experiences that we had. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to, like those, that last month is where I felt the most passionate, the most excited, the most rewired for myself and feeling grateful. And I had the most fun doing this and was also from um, like the people who got it, they said it was really cool seeing the progression of that. Yeah. But that last month of it was definitely the most impactful. So we wanted to guide people as effectively as possible who are doing this to reach that point of, you know, skipping that first month of like practice and learning how to actually write well and help people become the ultimate storytellers of their relationship and their connection with this person and their bond. Um, yeah. And, and what that looks like in the packet, you guys have uh, two packages with yeah. the actual journal. You have the storytelling pack and then you have another one for when you're finished to kind of yeah. put some finishing touches on it. Mm -hmm. And uh, in, in that, so the storytelling pack is really the meat of what helps you do that. Um, and there's, it's basically a little guidebook where we include um, guidance on what makes, what seems to have made for a very effective entry. And to get specific on that, it, it comes down to sharing that moment and experience. That's where a lot of the magic happens um, instead of just, you know, general and, and vague things that happen. Um, and then past that, we include, and this is optional, but you have it as guidance, which is a writing prompt every single day for using the journal, plus eight more um, that you can pick and choose from to help spark those exact specific moments that come up in writing. All right. So when we first hit record on this podcast, the idea for you guys listening was that uh, I have three copies of this and I was going to keep one for myself and then give away two for you guys listening. But as we've discussed this and as, as we're going back through it and I'm remembering how amazing it was to do this once, I'm starting to think that I want to keep all three of these for myself. And uh, I'm going to do one for my wife, one for a mentor and one for a, a longtime friend. But um, we, we might be able to convince Mikey and Ari to uh, to pitch in a couple more for a giveaway. 
Absolutely. That's an amazing. I'm actually so glad you decided to do that. That makes me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Awesome. We're on the same page. Well, before we talk about the giveaway, the the greatest gift is available. You guys have an Indiegogo uh, campaign going on right now, correct? Yes, we do. All right. You want to explain to our listeners some of the deals there? Yeah. Um, so we're, you can get the whole greatest gift package on Indiegogo. Um, I'm sure Ryan will put a link in it in the show notes, or you could just go to Indiegogo.com and search for the greatest gift. Um, and you're going to be getting it at a huge discount. Um, and it includes every single thing that we just talked about and a bunch more, um, like, hundreds of stickers to help decorate your, your journal photo holders. So you can actually include photos in there um, and a bunch more materials in there. But uh, if, if you back the campaign, you will get all these things sooner than anybody else. And at the greatest deal and at a, a very low price. Yeah, and if you guys want to grab that, I will make sure we have the link on the show notes. So go to naturalstacks.com slash greatest gift. And uh, that'll be the blog post for this episode, where as always, you'll be able to get the show notes. We'll have the links to some of the studies that we talked about and the link to the Indiegogo campaign. Uh, and did you say the end date is it's Christmas Eve, right? Um, December 24th? Yeah. Um, yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. And uh, I, I also want to jump in. So what, what we'll do for you guys, Ryan, um, I'm going to make like a, a special link that will only be available through like the one that we share with you. Okay. And it, it'll give your listeners an even bigger discount than just anybody who comes to the page. Oh, um, beautiful. So you, you can, yeah. Got you guys. So we'll, right. uh, you can include that in the show notes. And uh, also we said we'd be giving some greatest gifts for the giveaway. We also want to include some morning sidekick journals for free for, for you to give away to because I think a, a lot of your listeners seem to be in that same mindset and I think it'd be definitely beneficial for them. Um, so that's awesome. Happy to. Oh, I, I love it. That's so great. Thank you guys. And uh, this is what we'll do. Um, we'll do an Instagram and a Facebook post. So if you guys are listening to this, that means the podcast is out. Go to the Natural Stacks social media accounts, find the photo that corresponds to this podcast and like the picture, comment on it, tag somebody that you would gift this to uh, or somebody who would benefit from the Morning Sidekick Journal and let us know your favorite takeaway from this show. So tag a friend, list your favorite takeaway in the social media post. Um, and you guys are going to promote this as well, uh, on the habit nest platform. Is that correct? Yep. Absolutely. All right. So if you're listening, make sure you go like their accounts and follow them as well. Uh, and then we'll pick, uh, two winners and we'll get you guys morning sidekick journal and greatest gift. Um, all right. So Gentlemen, one more question for you guys. Um, I'm going to throw it to you now and let you think about it for a few minutes. I'll buy you a little bit of time. But every guest on the show has to answer this one. We want to know your top three tips to live optimal. And since there's two of you, what we can do is we'll just go back and forth. You guys can each give your first one, then each of you give your second, then your third. While you think about your first one, I'm going to read a review. 
This is from Ebel Josh 98 Best host, best guest, best topics. Ryan Muncy is fun to listen to. He asks the best questions. There are a lot of celebrities in the biohacking world that he gets on this show. The topics covered are both interesting and important. And with Muncy's questions, nothing goes unsaid. Overall, this is a great podcast for anyone interested in general health or biohacking. A++++, five stars, and enthusiastic two thumbs up. Yes. Evil Josh, thank you. Email me, ryan at naturalstacks.com. We will get you a care package as a thank you. And just a reminder, guys, go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. We will read them on the air and we will hook you up with a care package to show our gratitude. All right, Ari, Mikey, did I buy you enough time? You ready for your top three? Yes, I am. All right. I am too. Go, go for it, Ari. So my first one, I just tore my ACL and meniscus last week. Oh man, I'm sorry uh, to hear that. It's it's fine. It's all good. Um, it really opened me up to this idea of being grateful for everything. Like realizing that every single thing that happens in your life, every single thing you can do is a blessing. And if you can really approach your life that way, like I couldn't get out of the shower for like 15 minutes the other day because I was alone at home. And uh, it was just so crazy to me that like we take our feet, our knees, everything for granted. And so if you can be grateful for every little thing um, and realize what a blessing it is, that's definitely extremely important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll jump in. Um, so one thing that's been totally life-changing for me is and this is the so obvious one, but to experiment with using habits and how they can change your life. And you can do this by starting very small, whether it's one specific thing that you want to change. And with the mindset of you taking action on that, it will genuinely change how you feel. Even if you totally feel addicted to a certain thing that that's not going to be the case in the long run. If you train your brain through a few days, even three days of experimenting with breaking that and how that can compound over time to just drastically change your life with anything and everything that you apply that mindset and approach to. All right. That's good stuff. All right. Number two, don't take everything so personally. Um, we react to people outside of us, situations outside of us, as if kind of the whole world revolved around us. And it doesn't. Nobody acts to harm you. And um, if you stop taking everybody and everything that way, then it's easier to be okay with everything that happens in your life. That's one of the four agreements. Have you guys read that book? It is one of the four agreements. Yeah. It covers in my mind right now. (laughs) Nice. Nice. All right, Mikey, number two. I love that, R. Um, My number two would be remove the emotion of guilt from your life. And that's based on there's so much science that guilt destroys willpower and destroys so much of that energy that we have. And if you ever realize you do something wrong, then the real only the the real practical applica- application of that is just learning how you can improve in the long run from it 
and just totally loving yourself for any mistake that you made because it's already done and it's in the past. Um, and this also comes with missing habits, messing up consistency and routines. It's just completely loving yourself for every single one of those mistakes and learning to apply from it in the future. That's good stuff. Nobody has said remove guilt uh, or, or come anywhere close to guilt on the show before. So that's awesome. All right, last one for each of you. So for me, it would be just acting intentionally, realizing that there can be intention behind everything you do um, and how important that is. You know, don't just wake up and go through your day because this is how your life has turned out and these are the things that you do on a daily basis. Even if you do the same exact things every day, do them with the attitude of actually doing them and not just getting through them. My, uh, my last one would be realize what sort of standard you're setting for what you're going to accept in your life. And for me, with relationships with other people, I've gotten to the point where I, only, I will only stand for relationships that provide unconditional love and acceptance for who I am and what I do. And I try to provide that same thing for others. And it's definitely a learning experience, but just realizing that I'm only going to live and only accept that in my life and just strive to build relationships that foster that so strongly. Guys, this has been amazing. Uh, I can't believe it's taken us this long to get connected. I feel like uh, there's, a, there's a lot of overlap in our messages and in our beliefs. And thank you guys for being on the show. Thanks for being great guests. And for you guys listening, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for having us. I'm excited to kind of engage with you more too, Ryan. This is a, this is a lot of fun. You're the man, Ryan. <laughs>